here's Licking. the thing. We, we did it all. Whatever it was that we we hissed, we licked our paws. <laughs> yeah. We have we have not seen this I've film. Seen this we have no idea what yeah. they've included. Meow, 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 meow. Hello, and welcome along to our weeks with cat. Our week with cats. Very important that I make my the week, week sing. My week with cats. Sometimes our week with cats. Yeah, uh, it is uh, a podcast where Tim Bat and myself, Gomer Montgomery, spend a week watching cats, and we are joined today by Joseph Moore and Laura D- Daniel, independently meow. sensational together. Uh, musical comedy superstars, Two Hearts. The Who's most famous comedy musical duo in New Zealand. Correct. Thank you. Correct. That's, that's right. <laughs> and out of New Zealand too. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much for coming along with us to watch Cats today. It was a pleasure. I. Um... It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> we saw it. Uh, we, went, we were invited to the, the premiere, the New Zealand premiere, uh, open with a humble brag. Yeah. And uh, so we saw it about you know, two weeks before it came out. So we've had quite a while. Oh, lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, what jealous. So yeah. we've, had, we've had quite a while to digest it. It's, so it's been about five weeks since we last saw Cats. Amazing. And as you said, Laura, you didn't think you'd ever see it again. I didn't. I, I never <laughs> thought I'd find myself in the position of sitting in a theatre to watch Cats. I was like, maybe it'll be on in the background. Maybe somewhere. you'll bring up your favourite bit on YouTube for a chuckle. Um, but the whole thing? Because <laughs> the whole thing is the hardest part about it. Just to sort of... <laughs> Ground uh, the audience with our watch today. Um, so previously we've been going to the matinee, three thirty-five PM Rialto New <laughs> the Market, in uh, <laughs> Cinema Two. But today, presumably due to public demand and the later start time, we went to the prime time screening at six PM in lovely Cinema Seven. The public demanded a bigger theatre, and please. the theatre was about two thirds full of some pretty enthusiastic and wide-ranging Cats fans. They took the bait. Yeah. Wait, was there an applause? There was an applause at the end, wasn't oh, there? Well, that's, that's, a, was... that's, a, that's a test we run at every screening. Oh, okay. We applaud to see what the audience thinks of the film I and whether like or not more they'll applaud with us. Yeah, there was, a, there was I'd say, 40 to 50% applause, which is probably the highest that round of applause yeah. we've had so far. I, I was astonished by the crowd size. Um, all the what? all the negative press. It's been it's been going for some time. We're we're about four it weeks. Hasn't, Joe. We're, it no. opened on the twenty sixth in New Zealand, and it's uh, less than a month later. It's too long for cats. <laughs> and it, it really does pay to bear in mind that in that cinema is everyone in Auckland, a city of about one and a half million people, who wanted to see cats today. <laughs> that was your only chance. I'm, st- I'm still impressed by that number. <laughs> like Star Wars is closing. You can't. It's pretty hard really? to see Star Wars at the moment, and and yet there they. All were in cats and i i was wondering how does everyone have a podcast here like i, I, I wasn't sure wouldn't shock me <laughs> there wouldn't was one me. there was one there was one woman who about 35 minutes into cats left and i was like oh there she goes and then two minutes later she came back in with three glasses of red wine <laughs> fuck <laughs> yes that's what we did when we first saw it it sounds we like... got two songs in and we're like oh okay we need to be drunk for this <laughs> everyone got blitz of that premiere before we drill into what you thought of this um uh, screening of it because we had Ferry on and he was pretty buzzed at the premiere it's just like you guys might have been as well but what yeah. was the general like I'm so interested to know what the response was in the room at the New Zealand During premiere. and after. Well, yeah. they had a couple of theatres playing it, so there were a few cinemas going. So um, they kind of split. Yeah, they split. Yeah, so our cinema, um, there seemed to be people like watching it seriously, but like just not really understanding what was happening. Yep. And our little row was kind of like, what the <laughs> fuck? What is happening? Like, I knew it was going to be bad. You just yeah. watched the trailer, but I didn't really quite expect what, like, you know, it was definitely like, okay, everyone get a bowl of wine. So <laughs> everyone was just sort of in, in disbelief. Like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. crazy. Kind, kind of quiet disbelief, though. Quiet, yeah, there wasn't it's, heaps of laughing. The I thing think. about the uh, the New Zealand premiere circuit is it's, it's a good racket to get in on. Yes. Um, you're, you're on an email list, and you want to stay on that email list. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and you don't want to get kicked off it. Totally. Yeah. So I think everyone, there would have been a riot. If if the distributors weren't in the room, kind yeah. of, I'm I'm guessing with a notebook looking for who to cross off their list, like uh, a little infrared torch and lights that let them see everyone's yeah. expression in the theatre. <laughs> I, I honestly think they know what they were putting out there. They yeah. must, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone must. Yeah. You can't look at that and be like, "Yep, <laughs> yep, that, yeah. that's it." That's- well, the guy who runs them, I, I, we, we know him, and we showed up, and we'd missed the last few, and he was like. 
oh, you came for this one. <laughs> and it's, it's literally his job to sell as many tickets to this film as possible. And, yeah, he, oh. um, that uh, aforementioned fellow chased down David Ferrier pretty fucking hard across multiple platforms when he tweeted out a pretty scathing review before <laughs> yeah. the embargo got lifted. Oh, yeah. Listeners of this miniseries will know. And David I, was pleading ignorance that it was a review he put yeah, out. He was like, but it was a tweet. It was very, oh, very And clearly. also, I remember the tweet. The tweet opened with, here is my review of Cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did enjoy, and this is um, sort of independent from what we're talking about, but because this is the fourth time we've seen it in the cinema, and again with a fourth audience, uh, I did get the feeling of like what it would be like if you are a market tester, like that you're one of the focus groups who they bring movies to. And I feel like you, I, I am you. Are, you do draw out new information by I watching think, it with different people consistently, and it's different from worst idea experiences yeah. because that's usually just us and perhaps a guest. But, like, you know, we're driving each other crazy there. I think there. Guy and I are getting very much drawn into being on the side of cats now. Just it's sort of a, a Stockholm Syndrome-style scenario. <laughs> you were singing along a lot yeah. in the screening. And I remember before the screening, Tim was like, I don't want to sit next to Guy. Let's let's split up. And I think up. that was a mistake in retrospect. <laughs> well, yeah, because you kept leaning over me and Laura to try to catch each other's eye to, <laughs> to sing along together. It was yeah. cute. Well, you, you actually, Joseph, were singing along uh, a touch. Yeah, yeah. Laura, you seem to resist. You, you spent quite a lot of the film sort of very deep in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> I had a nap at one point. Did you? <laughs> I just got did one not in. Not off. Nah, I, 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 I did a few ballet moves. I don't know. Yeah, saw I my, saw that. I got my yeah, leg yeah. up. Yeah. I thought that was um, very bold doing a ballet move. And I don't seat. think I think we were pretty disruptive for those around us, and actually yeah. to the point that I was quite nervous. We were quite a rambunctious because it wasn't just the four of us. Uh, Tim and my respective partners also came, and I thought at the end of it, I was afraid the woman sitting next to me because I was the only member of our group who was on the periphery yeah. of you know society, civilized society, and I was afraid this woman was going to say to me, "Well, you ruined that for us," and I was thinking to myself. <laughs> That's what ruined. Like, that's what ruined <laughs> the cat experience for, for you. Combo. So when I watched it for the second time, I actually kind of enjoyed it a heck of a lot more because I was over the hump of sort of seeing the is, horrific yeah. visuals and stuff. So what did you guys think the second watch? Uh, Joseph, while in the car, was just like, I loved it the yeah! second time. <laughs> well, the first time I saw it, I missed the railroad cat song. Yeah, um, Skimbleshanks. Skimbleshanks. So I was. On, Due to all the wine was in the toilet, and uh, not puking. Yeah, so this no, yeah, shitting <laughs> Tim, shitting. Yeah, uh, doing classic wine shits, as <laughs> they're known. And uh, but this time I refrained. I was on the sparkling water, and uh, you know, which still causes <laughs> <laughs> massive shits. <laughs> but, but I held it in to see, to see the rail, and and yes. It, it's the railroad song that really ties it all together, well, isn't it? Though it, no, it, no. it is. It is, and it's a, it's a marker. Skip, the arrival of Skimbleshanks is the beginning of the ride home because Skimbleshanks <laughs> comes out. He's the railway cat, and he fucking lays down the gauntlet. He says, "We're here for a good time. Go ahead." What are you going to no, say? No, I thought that, no, yeah. And and then so then Skimbleshanks finishes. He disappears, and then. What is it? What we I, go to the barge pretty soon after that. No, you, no, no. So the, then Taylor Swift comes in, and that's a little bit of momentum for mine. They sing the McCavity song, and Idris yeah. Elba shows up, and it's a showstopper at the end. And also, I thought Idris Elba was doing fantastic work today. And then <laughs> they take Judy Dench to the barge, and you're like, okay, well, if Judy Dench is at the barge, that can only mean one fucking thing. It's time for the magical Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> yeah. And once he's done his bit, he gets Judy Dench back. Then you're into fucking memories. Bang! How about that? And then. You're pretty much done. You just no. got to watch Judy Dench. You were talking about so many long numbers. <laughs> <laughs> those are the good. Those are all good no. numbers. It's the interstitials that I think you might have. I, th- I agree. It feels like when you get to the Shimbles. Skimble Shanks. Fucking learn his name. Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. You, it does feel like it's ramping up on the way home, and then you have to sit through so much more. Yeah. Skimble Shanks is a good song. Because he's a hard he's a hard worker and he, and he's the only he's the only person that talks about employment. Yeah, true. Everyone else is a twist on either I'm fat or I'm um, I'm a thief. I noticed that today there are because th- you know the, the the whole conceit right is that uh, you take a characteristic seen in a cat and then apply it to some human thing. Yes, but almost all of them are they steal shit. Yeah, like um, Mr. Mistopheles is like I steal this, I steal that, that makes me a magician, and then. <laughs> McCavity's like I steal, I steal this people. I steal that that makes me I guess uh, a criminal uh, worthy of 
you know, like a real, real bad, a real bad guy. And then you got Mumbo Jerry and yeah, Rumble, like, and we steal things. That's yeah. a that's a bit of fun, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and if it, there's like twelve different core cats, but only kind of four character types. There's thief, magician, or faded like stage star and fat you and fat sorry yeah and there's multiples of all of those things and that's it correct it's really weird there's only one stage cat isn't no there? there's two because um jennifer hudson's character oh, uh, yeah. uh, disgraced stage cat is this faded star of the stage and can so i is Gus. can i quickly say for the fourth screening in a row the crescendo of memories gave me goosebumps <laughs> no i want to hear laura daniel talk about Jennifer Hudson's performance. Jennifer Hudson's performance of memory is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Oh! Would you say it to her face? Yes. Damn. Wow. I, I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity. Why so. was it not bad? With a, not, not with a bad no. mouth like that. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't let me near her. What's, <laughs> what's beef? What's the issue? What's my issue with it is she's got... So she's does this thing where it's all emotion but no connection to the song or what she's singing. Huh. So the song should have lots of sh- like lo- tones of like light and shade. She's like a an old glamour cat. There were good bits and that's what she's singing. She's singing about the memory. So there's happy memories in there. There's de- sad memories in there. It's not I'm crying right from the start and Which got boogers is, out my nose. That's a good point. There's you no know, dynamicism. There is no change. It's yeah. just all the whole one like one note. And then she also does this thing where she like over enunciates some of the words. That, See, like, I, th- I forgive the over-enunciation because I always chalk that up to being a musical theatre thing, that mm. you need to be able to hear what the lyrics are. Because it pisses me off that you can't in quite a few of these songs. <laughs> yes. hey? You can't in quite, quite a few of these songs. And I mark them down. I mark the cats down. <laughs> if I can't hear every syllable, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they get points taken off. I would say the, the music of uh, memory, though, is quite an easy one to follow because the word, it's quite slow. Yeah. Like, the words are quite dragged out, so you don't need to go and... and she says lit weird I don't know what <laughs> you, Laura like grabbed really my arms and listen to that lit <laughs> I, I, I heard you um, like midway through memories just saying she sucks <laughs> which is not something you expect to hear about Jennifer Hudson recently cast as Aretha Franklin in the biopic yeah, well, by Aretha Franklin well she passed. she's a very talented performer and like love her otherwise yep. love her other work uh, chills when she sings hey. I am telling you in dream girls what did you think of her in Sex in the City 2? Sex in the City 1. Sex in the City 1, sorry. Can't say I've seen it. Okay, true. <laughs> Just a couple of the fellas she, she, she does okay. What about when they, they hit you with the crash zoom? I noticed that one of the big techniques <laughs> to guarantee I enjoy a song in this movie is that they'll use all of the instruments, whereas in a lot of the other songs and musical bits, they'll only use perhaps one or two instruments that don't sound like the instruments. They yes. sound like thin sort of... synth versions of versions. a horn like section. Like when you push trumpet on the keyboard Correct. and then so you're Casio. playing the trumpet. Yeah. But then in that, they have a big crescendo, and just to make sure that I get goosebumps, they also have their version of a crash zoom on... Jennifer Lawrence and like this big sort Hudson. of swell, Hudson. yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lawrence what, is in the film, so is that what gives you the goosebumps? Yeah, it's every it's every it. time they hit that. And if I listen to it like separate from watching the film, I'm sure it would do the Maybe same. Maybe it's the thing. orchestra right. then. Maybe what? it's the instrumentation. Oh, it's the same moment in the film. Yeah, but it's her performance is. Oh, you know, right. she gets the credit for doing that. it. Okay, right. Have, have, Agree to disagree, yeah. LD and well, well, Dude, I feel like the one great moment of the song is when she hits the big note. Is that the bit that you're talking about where she gets you what's, get, the, like, what's the line memory that's when everything that's when, when everything's happening it's when like, the f- there's a big key change it's like yeah yeah so it's a final out. like big, big yeah line. yeah that's exactly the bit yeah, yeah. It's like it's, I mean, a, it's the yeah, trailer. That, it's fucking. It's what it's what they do. It's what it says on the tin. As like, musicians, do you guys consider that a bit of a gimme? Because it's like everything's on your side to make that a big uh, moment. But it works, you know. Lloyd, it's, it's, Lloyd Webber's he's the king, you know. He's the. He, <laughs> you, you do not think that he's the king. <laughs> we just saw Phantom of the Opera in in New York. No, I've not seen that. I only oh. know the one song. Yeah, I don't know anything about fans. What song you know, guy? Well, that song comes up many times. And, and guess what, guy? You'd love it. You know why? Because when they play that song, all the instruments. Oh, yeah. it's so good when they use all the instruments. It's got a lot Lloyd, of good Lloyd Webber loves a what's it called? A refrain or a prize? Yeah, yeah. So, they're always in there, and it means you can have a little sing to a different song yeah. during just like a little instrumental ballet yeah. bit. Which yeah, it's fun. 
Do you know much about Andrew Lloyd Webber? Because we've kind of seen scraps that he's a baddie online. He's a, oh. he's a, he's a Tory, right? He's a, yeah. 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 Which is so bizarre. Oh, sorry? Like a conser- British conservative. Oh. He was like in Parliament as a... Was, was he in Parliament? Or the House of Lords? Yeah, he's a yeah. lord. He's it's, got some sort of special privilege that he sort of uses at his leisure. They like, get castle powers. Yeah. That's how it works in Britain. He comes it, back and he says... <laughs> This is my opinion on this. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me after, like, you know, watching the plot of The Phantom, you know, it's this guy. Tell us about that, it. Well, The Phantom essentially lives in the, you know, kind of the bottom of the theatre, and he seduces a girl, he grooms her from a young age, teaches her how to sing. Here's then, something I didn't know about it. He's not a ghost. What? Is he just a guy? He's a guy who dresses yeah. up as a ghost. He's just got a demented face. Like a villain so from uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turned out the Phantom was just a regular pedophile the whole time. <laughs> he calls himself a, an angel of music, but everyone else calls him a ghost. And he like takes her down to his dungeon and then like he can control her mind. What? Uh, and then yeah, he, he writes lots of passive-aggressive notes uh, to the owners of the theatre to, to get Stop rid of- eating my toasted sandwiches. <laughs> Stop heating up fish in the microwave. <laughs> Essentially, um, so much of the musical is notes getting sent to the um, office of the theatre and then they what? sing them out. There's no dialogue. Uh, he kills a few people along the way. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, and then he takes Christine at the end because Christine's engaged hey, to someone spoilers, else. Hey, spoilers. Spoilers. If you're planning spoilers. on seeing Phantom of the Opera, <laughs> you've had years maybe to Maybe skip it. forward about 30 <laughs> to 60 seconds. But go on. He takes, Christ- he takes Christine back down. And then uh, puts a, her into a wedding dress and forces her to marry him. This seems bad. Yeah. Yeah. I like that her we... name's Christine because in New Zealand, the name Christine to me just rings as very, like, Kiwiana. Like, yeah. from... Christine. It's Christine. Christine. Yeah. Auntie Christine. <laughs> I've got an Auntie Christine. She's not like that at all. She's what are we, but are we rooting for the Phantom? He's, he's a tortured uh, hero kind of um, the, no. vo- the vocal scoring is so good that yeah with that voice you're rooting for him <laughs> hey to move us back to cats hey spoilers over everyone Spe- speaking of like okay because we're sort of in the zone of problematic content I was umming and ahhing about whether or not to bring this up but on the car I was talk- thinking out loud with my wife Zoe about this there's some serious racial profiling that's happened in yes, the casting of this movie. thank you. Like, all of the black people are bad. Yeah, they're either, like, kind of rapist or stealing yeah. the other cats, or, or, or they're Jennifer Hudson and everyone hisses at them exactly, when they come out. Exactly. And I'll, I'll counter it with this. Go on. Um, Victoria, the lead yes. cat, is black, um, the actress, but... They've white faced her, dude, the- <laughs> and, and not and not. Yeah, they hit. guy looks shocked, but obvi- so well, obviously no, the she's... name, the character is literally Victoria, the white cat. She is, and she is a white cat, and I get that. Like it, yeah, cat- well, it's very important we abide the laws of the cat universe, <laughs> and, which is so fucking clearly laid out from the I, jump. Also, can I highlight the fact that they are so disconnected from staying with the rules that McCavity is listed in a song as being tall and orange, and it's completely brown, oh. and also McCavity sings. A song about how he's black from his ears to his tail, while he's got a perfectly white face. No, and that's chest. that's Mistopheles. Sorry, Mister Mistopheles. Um, so it's theatrical to, license, though, isn't it? Back to um, Frankie Hayward, our leading lady, who's Victoria. So I went back and actually watched the trailer to compare because I was like, I think because I've been watching quite a lot of interviews with all the cast, they've Caucasianed her hands. You know how everyone gets human hands yeah. in the movie, which is a weird which decision. Is, I'm furious about that. Why you can, it, you can put paws on it them. takes you right out of it, eh? But, uh, and they've got a varying level depending on which character yeah. on where they feather, how far down the hand they feather right. the, the fur to stop and the human hand to start. Like Serena McCallan, Dame Judi Dench, Jason Derulo, and I can't remember who else have just got perfectly human, like unfeathered. Judi Dench has her wedding ring on. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. really prominent. But with Victoria, right? They have. So not only is she the cat bit of her white, but they've changed her hands to be white person I, hands, which I, makes me very uncomfortable. I truly had no no knowledge that the actor who plays Victoria was not white. Yeah, she's I ethnically so, African. She's born in Kenya. So so convinced by the CGI job they've done. <laughs> well, they have done something right then. Well, I mean, they've executed something successfully that doesn't make it right. Oh, you know, I mean, I've, I, there's no reason why Rum Tum Tugger has to be Jason Derulo, right? Like, it, no. it's, it, it, all the casting decisions back up this thing of like, um, 
Does Tom Hooper fucking hate black people for some reason? <laughs> well, no, the Rum Tum Tugger is not meant to be a shit character. His, what, what do you guys think of the Rum Tum Tugger? The um, song. Well, he's a terrible bore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's the one I hear you sing around the house the most. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'm kind of taken by the songwriting choice. Maybe it's more T.S. Eliot's fault than it is Lloyd Webber's, but the the, the kind of method of... Him saying, "If I'd rather have one thing, if you want, give me one thing, I'd rather have another thing." Yeah. And the next lyric being just that flipped with no creative spin on it. <laughs> yeah. But the biggest singing is so like, it's like, if you give me a dog, I'd rather have a mouse. <laughs> if you give me a mouse, I'd rather have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've taken around the house to um, doing that with real life situations. You know? <laughs> like, so you're if not you give me a actual... sport, I'd rather have ESPN. Yeah, so if you give me ESPN, I'd rather have Sky Sport. But you're, you're not singing the song, you're just playing the game. Yeah, yeah. Playing the game, yeah. yeah. It's a fun game, and I don't know whether I love it or hate it, but it's certainly memorable that they'd be so bold to do that so many times throughout the I, song. I, I despise the song, I hate the instrumentation <laughs> for it, and after they do the big dance for prize, and they're halfway through, and it's quite serious when they first enter the Egyptian... And then you hear like that fucking Seinfeld bass and Jason Derulo shows up and goes, is it time to party? <laughs> With your permission. And then does his little, I'm just like, fuck off. What a waste of Jason Derulo. Well, get- well, 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 well. I did actually think that uh, the performance in Rum Tum Tugger was uh, pretty spot on Jason Derulo because you know how there's all those trills at the end of the song? And he's like, Jason ah. Derulo does a spot on Jason Derulo. And he, yeah. he rips, he's ripping a falsetto at the end of Mr. Mistopheles. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's what he's like. We've seen him live twice. And that is what he's like. He's a showman. He he's got absolute showman. He got called out because he um, was tweeting very proudly, boasting that they had to digitally remove his penis from oh, this yeah. movie. And then all the other male customers were like, "Yeah, they did it to all of us, dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> but you got Idris Elba looking as naked as a Ken doll, but it's just flat <laughs> ass down there. Like, you're not unique in this regard, my friend. He's I I should have known he was American, but I found his British accent so it's hammy, but it was so convincing. I had to I had to check, and I was like, oh, he's from Florida. Who knew? Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. Is it? And he got a fucking huge laugh for his look on the Mistopheles, uh failed reveal. You know when they did he missed, they, oh, oh yeah. yeah the cutaway they got a big love. Also I'll say this Rebel Wilson crushed it tonight. She was yeah. killing it. I thought that smashed it. Yeah. And, I, and it was unheard of. And all of her sides which usually fucking full totally flat because yeah she flopped at the premiere oh. and I was feeling bad for her <laughs> and and I was feeling bad for the cats who had to come after her. Because they're hearing how badly she's doing. <laughs> they're like, oh god, they're waiting on the wings. Going, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, rough, tough crowd tonight. rough crowd. Um, so did you guys have a favourite bit of Cats? The second screen. Um, I, I have something that I, yeah. Um, I really like the beginning. The beginning. Uh, the song. What's it called? The naming of Cats. Jellicle Cats. Just the, when the the bit where I've read. In, in the musical notes, it's described that everyone has to say it at a different pitch, and there's no music. You know, like this is you're not, the, this is not Jellicle Cats. Oh, this is the, song, the, the second the, song the when they were in the cemetery. And not one of your summertime yeah, games. Yeah, it's it's eerie, but um, there's a bit I love in it um, where they just go ham on the adjectives. Yes, no, I've actually got some in front of me. If, if yeah, yeah, please. Uh, practical cats, dramatical cats, pragmatical cats, fanatical. No, this cats. is jellical cats. Oh, is or, or, this is either, absolutely jellical cats. Uh, either or. It Del- happens in jellical cats. Del- Delphiorical cats. Don't know that word. Skeptical cats. Disp- Look, this. I, I can't even. Re- so many. And here's and it's so. It promises so much at the beginning. Yes, it's a. Set, you think it's a setup? Are they going to deliver? On every single one of exactly. these adjectives. And they said, no, they've just got... Um, I'm looking for a political cat. I'm looking for a statistical cat. I'm looking for an clerical analytical cat. cat a clerical metaphorical cat. cat. The other thing is, they set, the other like Chekhov's gun in this is they set up... <laughs> they put so much emphasis on the naming of cats and the fact that every cat's got three names and it's all focused on Victoria, like it's sung to her. And then the music stops and there's a big dance number as they're like contemplating the meaning of this. You're like, fuck, I wonder what Victoria's name's going to be but at the end. There's no, Never way, there's no way. Oh, yeah. There's no way it could be a satisfying moment when she announces it at the end. Well, <laughs> like, in the stage musical, Victoria's a silent role. They've like added all that stuff in for the movie. Right. So she doesn't talk. She doesn't talk at no, all. No, she doesn't have a song. Because I knew that song. Um, they added that Taylor Swift song for yeah. her. Ghosts. To give her something. And might I say that hit. 
that hit me hard tonight, Ghost. <laughs> I was there for the whole ride. It's gorgeous. Previously, I've not thought about it, uh, but I was like, I listened to all of it. I, I bought into the backstory. I empathised with Victoria. It was a real breakthrough for yeah. Victoria yeah. and for me. Uh, Zoe picked up a, um, a glitch that I'm going to look forward to trying to see next time as well, which I haven't seen so far. Oh, I picked up one tonight. Where did you watch. See, where'd your one go? I saw one. Uh, Victoria was wearing uh, the railway hat yeah. in the bed, and then they cut back to her. She's not wearing it. They go to someone else. They cut back to her. She's wearing it again, and they take it off her head, but it all happens very fast. Huh. I thought I saw that, but then uh, I I gave them too much credit, and they thought that explained it away with some hat tossing. Don't give them too much credit. You've seen the cockroaches' faces, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you watch those cockroaches' feet, they are not hitting the ground. Neither, <laughs> neither are a lot of the cats' feet. When they're out dancing on the streets, on the cobbled streets of whatever this terrifying London, London. London town is. It's called I, London. It's no, yeah. but it's they make not, that very explicit. It's not. It, this is like a subterranean London. This is, because when, I don't know. Is it? It's don't not, they have like really big British landmarks there? They like do. Really they have Big Ben and London. stuff, but I think it's exactly the same. It just exists hundreds of kilometres beneath. It's just because of the hellish we, tone that you've been subjected no, to no, seeing no, it, the set in. We, we see one human, which I think was a big mistake. Yes, because well, if we didn't see that, we could just pretend they live in fantasy London where a cat casino is a normal thing yeah. to have. Because these human, we, now we are confirmed that humans live by day in this world. Do they walk around and go, why is it called a cat casino? Yeah. But <laughs> why, why would we name our bar like the milk bar? I feel like we see, like when we see the sign change from Moriarty to McCavity, when Idris Elba introduces McCavity sitting on top of a giant billboard. That is the moment that represents the world or the town ah, or the city of London changing into the cat. Nah, we've, because cat, we've already seen Cat Sino before that. See, mm. Zoe, Zoe mm. articulated this very well. She was like, she said, they either needed to make everything cat-sized and human-themed or human-themed, or like the reverse of that. Yeah. But they've fucked it up because like... The scale's it's cat, just so off. It's cat-themed. But it's human sized, which doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like these humans are walking around building structures to the cats. The problem that yeah. you're running into is cats is not meant to be it's not meant to be in a position to be analyzed. How dare you? To be put under this much scrutiny. It's nah, just you're not allowed, like you're allowed, it's, a, it's a hundred million dollar movie. No, but it's that, been kicking around the, for forty years. You're allowed to scrutinize this there, at this that's, point. That's the mistake though, is you do not adapt the, the cats as it to a film. Like from the from the jump. It's a no. big you just you shouldn't do it, and yeah, and like I guess they were proved right. Nah, fuck you guys. I actually reckon they got pretty close. I think the visual what? decisions that they made, like they should have gone. I maintain with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the nineties films style suits, makeup, like the theater shows, film a movie production of that. The casting was I, pretty good. The I agree with that. Pretty good. Have you seen the film I, Chicago? Yes. yes. All, the, all the musical yeah. numbers take place in their heads. And like, uh, so they're going about their day and then all of a sudden they're on a stage, there's an audience, you know, they, they, they merge it. Maybe this film could be, okay, here's my pitch. Go on. Actual cats walking around. <laughs> <laughs> they walk around and they bang into each other and stuff. You just, we just you chuck some cats in front of a camera, see what they get up to. And then we do a close up on the cat's head and it drifts into his fantasy or hers. Fantasy world, uh, where they then present the song in the current CGI style that we see. Fuck uh, at the end, you hear the applause of the audience cut back to the the world, and it's just a cat having to walk meow. around. Yeah, meow. <laughs> do, you, do you think the cat, like extra layer there? Do you think the cat uh, looks at its owner, and then the owner's playing the cat in its head, like you know, like, oh, like Wizard of Oz style? Yeah. Like, have the actors, yeah. and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where do you imagine the cat? So the the cats <laughs> that are real cats yeah. that we're watching, mm-hmm. where are they? Normal like houses, London. Sure, Street. are they all to- are they all together, or is it just cats? Maybe it could be set in a cattery. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That works. Yeah, it's a it's a cattery. It's a rural cattery. I need you know, a location like and a, a reasonable cats are together. An hour, London an, cattery. An hour out of town. Um, they're all in these cages. They're uh, in cages. Yeah, because they, they need escapism through like magical realism. You're in, a, you're in a cage most of the time in a cattery, I'm sure. Surely. What, what is a cattery? It's it's like a pound, but for cats. Well, no, it's it's where you take your cat when you go on holiday and you leave yeah, it. It's like a pound, isn't it? No, a pound's when your dog's bloody stealing some fish out of the out of the rubbish bin, and a guy with a big net comes and gets him. <laughs> Wait, what? There's no such thing as dog jail. 
We don't. No, do that's that. the pound. Yeah, I know, but it's like you don't. You don't go. Oh, we're off to Noosa for we're not, for the weekend. Let's take our dog to the pound. No, he's going to get killed. Well, yeah, not unless you want free free dog here and you take its collar off and Wait, you so give it a I, fucking taste for fish. What's that thing called? When you put a dog that's uh, not it's, been it's naughty. called like kennels. Or something. Oh, okay, you're fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a dog. You should I do. know. I do. Um, I, something I noticed on second watch was because you were talking about the hands before how they give them human hands. That was yeah. one of my pet peeves the first time I saw it. Second time I watched it, I was like, well. I think they've left the human hands on there as a choice because if you're all the dancing is ballet dancing, yeah. so they need to be able to make long lines. Yes, uh, so that the hand finishes the line. Yeah. So that's why they got the the human human hand. I think you're totally but, right. But wouldn't it be but, stunning if they could? Because but they think but they think about having paws. CGI will, CGI will get there <laughs> that we can do a beautiful ballet line with a paw. Should we have waited? I, do you know? Should we have, should we have waited? Do you know, that? Joseph? I think that we would have, but this movie is going to represent a huge speed bump on the journey to perfectly balletic CGI'd pause. Any money they were investing in yeah, that yeah. technology, they'll get yeah. cold feet. I I, th- I think the decision to keep the human hands while it's jarring. It's like if we take every other decision as locked in. I think it's good to have the human hands because it reminds you that this isn't a completely CGI figure. Yeah, and and because if it were with the human hands, I'd be going, "Well, those are cats. Those are just those are." <laughs> I just I can't I can't help but feel and somewhat empathise with Tom Hooper and whatever you know army of fucking baffled decision makers that were by his side. Just like at the feeling of the mounting difficulty in maintaining a through line of logic and rules that sort of bind the world together. It's just like the the hands and then the on all fours and up on their yeah. feet. Just like so many things just building on top of each other till all of them feel totally inconsequential. And they're just like, we'll just make decisions right. now and we'll got, live with them. You've got to make a call on every single one of them. It's like, how much human face do we have? Do they go on all fours? Yeah. How do they interact with each other? Like, just, are they cat-like? Do they nuzzle? I think that, someone early on was like, ah, it's theatre, right? It's theatre. It doesn't matter. That's Andrew Lloyd like Webber talking. But what they didn't realise is it's not theatre. It's the movies. <laughs> and people can go as many times as they want in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. It's, it's the movie thing that makes it so, so challenging. Like, And I, I still think that cats, people who like cats... They won't maybe love the musical, but they will get probably what they want from it. Also, though, it wouldn't have killed... Like, because they're breaking some rules and deviating from the original text somewhat, it wouldn't have killed them to insert just a little bit of dialogue. Just, like, a minute between songs where they sort of just outline what's happening. So there's something to... quite exhausted, don't Something you, to drive you through. It's just like, well, they just keep introducing new cats. And I'm like, well, I bet you're going to sing. And then they <laughs> <laughs> inevitably do. We, we saw Chicago, the... The musical in uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I, don't, I was only familiar with the film. And when I saw the live show, I was surprised that there's like eight songs that aren't in the movie, True. Um, and they work on the stage show because there's two and a half hours, and you just you're on Broadway, you're happy to be peppered with songs. That's why you're there. But in the movie, they definitely pulled some back. And I think in this one, they were like, "Let's add a song." <laughs> <laughs> Again, I reckon that was a good decision. Because if you just had Victoria rolling around and she didn't have your own song, you come out of that movie being like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah. So I think that was good. Yeah, but it may- as it exists, you come out of the there's, theater there's and you some- think, oh, yes, that's what that movie was about. <laughs> there's some you could have pulled back. Ray Winstone explaining who he is on the boat. That <laughs> shit is hot garbage. All the barge stuff is added, no, right? No. That's not yeah, in the musical. Yeah. The, the song... The song on the barge is in the musical, and that's the only time we go to the barge. Ray Winstone's no. like ramping up to getting into that song. You're like, this man is not a singer, and this song is not I, a song. I would he like just starts talking, and instruments start playing. Why do we like? Okay, you can say what you will about him, but he was actually my jellical choice today. I thought <laughs> wow. Growl Tiger. You're insane. Well, he was true to himself. He was the, the it was, it was, it was a true cat to himself. He sang as best he could, which was talking <laughs> in a gruff voice. You just he, he outlined who he is, and I was like, "Do you know what? I'm having a good time." The growl tiger seems to be enjoying himself. Have you have you seen the footage of Ray Winstone doing motion capture for Beowulf, the no. film? Okay, so Ray Winstone was in a an early mocap movie called Beowulf, where he played I think every character. Um, it was an astonishing. Uh, un- uncanny valley uh, feat um, that they made maybe like 10, 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, I remember and, and, it. And, and foot it. But one of the characters he plays is a dragon. 
um, but not even like a humanoid dragon, just a dragon. And there's footage online of him strapped up in a harness so he can fly like a dragon. And he's going, just to him and a human. And then he looks at the camera and goes, the things I do for money. (laughs) (laughs) And I reckon that experience... Someone would have had to be like, now look, it's not going to be like Beowulf. <laughs> and they've really, they've really got, look, you're not going to have to embarrass yourself in any way. Uh, you just come along. Don't, don't bother learning to sing. <laughs> it's it's going to be uh, absolutely harmless. And I, th- I wonder how they tricked him into doing it all again. Can I ask both of you, I'll yeah. direct this to you actually, Laura Daniel. Um, so, because I've been consuming all of these interviews with the cast, <laughs> there's two competing theories because they always get asked what they think the plot of Cats is. And there's two competing theories. One is that it's all of them competing to get chosen as the Jellicle choice where they um, get to be reborn into another mm-hmm. life. But then there's another theory that's cropped up, which is it's the cat that is allowed to die. And that's what the Jellicle choice is. Oh. Which of those do you back based on the information you got in the movie uh based on especially the second time watch it's it's, it's the first one i'm i'm, I'm pretty sure sort of reincarnation yeah because i've got a line in there about like well, i'm gonna be reborn as a oh he wants to be reborn and uh, so he can come back thin and get fat again the more Real i thought thin. Of, the more i thought about it the more the like allowing a cat to die thing starts to make sense to me because some oh, of these really? cats well like gus is really ancient yes and even um, Old Deuteronomy is really well, old. But why they is they, old they refer Deuteron- to mul- multiple times for them being alive during Queen Victoria's reign. Yeah. Wh- what year is it set in? 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Boxing Day. <laughs> so so I guess that, that makes the second one make sense. These cats are hundreds of years and old. And it's like they're imprisoned <laughs> there. And even like Grizabella, who ultimately is the Jellical choice, she seems like imprisoned by her mortal by her immortality like she's just this pained existence right you know shuffling along the streets and she wants to be released and when she goes on the balloon she fucks off to die like that's visually what we're seeing yeah they just want to get put down totally do, do you reckon which what, is so what, dark what's her name Grisabella the, yeah. yeah on the other side of those clouds is a well, vet with a giant needle <laughs> <laughs> Well, I kind of th- thought it's it's, it's a bit similar because they, they're going to get reborn. They, they have to die first. True. So, like, one cat is going off to die. It, one, it, it, I overthought this, but I yeah. thought what they should have done is rolled with that. And to complete the plot a little bit, Victoria is this young cat who gets cast asunder by her owners. She should be, it's revealed, a reborn Jellical choice. Uh, I thought. That's a little something if, I whipped if we look up yesterday. At human religion is as like a parallel mm. then we often use rebirth as a as you know as a kind of uh, silver lining to death so I, I i kind of think it's the second one and that's what it is like they all talk of the rebirth but no one's seen it happen right no, no one's True. come up and like sung their song they're like who are you i'm the reborn mr mr felice <laughs> like um, 2.0 but don't, but don't you think it's that they think they're going to be reborn yeah, but, but they're, they're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I that's, hold, what, that's the view I'll I say hold. This that though, so that's why I'm saying it's both. For how good they feel when they get chosen, they've got a fucking long time to second guess it while the balloon's slowly <laughs> drifting up into the atmosphere. Where they're like, what, what am I doing? Wait a second. Well, I kind of like it down there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it that whole nine lives thing? Is that why that's, they're alive? That's, so yeah, long? yeah. That's a huge part of it. So the, I think the idea is that all of these cats, we don't know how far through their lives lot, they are, yeah. lot are, but like... That they are cashing in their chip. They're saying this life is ruined in some respect. Yeah. Like something has gone awry. So, because I think Gus is ob- he's an obvious example. When I was speculating yesterday of someone who's like, he's he's lived through the best years of his life. That's what his whole song is about. And so if he is the Jellical choice, he will get to experience all of that stuff anew. I don't know what connection to the memories he's built as Gus he will carry with him into his new life. But like, so Grizabella, I feel like it's... It's almost uh, cruel that she is the Jellical choice because I feel like, you know, after being cast aside by so many of the cats for one mistake that she made previously, as, fo- as soon as she gets sort of acceptance and all of them understand her perspective and she's redeemed, they go, all right, now fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Guy. Like, this is what they're asking. Um, but but do, don't you think that means the tone of some of the other songs is way thinking. off? 
Because like, yeah. the 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 shimble skanks. Skimble shanks. You got, you got, <laughs> you got one shot a year to, yeah. to like move Judy Dench to tears, so she uh, sends you off, and, and your song's like, "I love eating fish." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so I, I see. I don't think I think Buster for Jones is just a show a showman's cat. He doesn't actually want to get chosen. He just wants everyone to know he's a fucking hungry boy. <laughs> Because that's what he does. He goes, I'm Buster for... And also, he was... James Corden had a great outing today. He, he was did. killing. And he is... He's, he, I don't grow tired of him as a cat. Man, I hate him as a human being because of certain things I've heard about the man. But yeah. he fucking nails it in this movie. He, he absolutely... Their little improv asides that they like, they're like, yeah, we'll keep all of those in. With Rebel Wilson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they are a highlight. <laughs> they, um, so we, whenever they're like in the back of the barge when they're chained up together, that was shooting across like three days. And they just got beanbags or something got in a real comfortable position and just <laughs> fucked, fucked off. Fair enough. It's good to take a couple of days off in the middle of a $100 million film that yeah. so far has lost 40 mil. Do you guys reckon Grizabella uh, cheats the system a bit? Because at the beginning, it's clearly stated by, and I can't remember his name, the narrator cat. Robert uh, Downey Jr. the third. <laughs> It's stated it, by him. We gotta learn his name. We really don't. He looks like a young Robert Downey does, Jr. Yeah. a cat, don't yeah. you think? I think it's Robbie. It doesn't matter. I'll find it. He's but very Joe? sexual. It'll be he? Robert Downey the third, not. And Ju- he's got a big Junior. expressive face, face, and he's a fu- he can fucking move. The guy's a fantastic guy. Oh, yeah, he can move that. He's from the Royal uh, Ballet Theatre, I believe. They're um, all real horny in the movie, don't he, you reckon? He clearly, yeah, yeah, it's a horny. Film. When uh, Victoria <laughs> asks what what must they do to be the Jellicoe Toys, he goes, "They must sing a song and state who they are and what they and do." What do they do? No mention of it from Grizabella. Well, no big time mention of it. She Everyone. laments the mistakes of her past. Nah, yeah, what? She's not saying who she is or what she does. <laughs> Doesn't say Grizabella once in the song. No, the, <laughs> the, other cat, the other cats do, remember? When they're like hissing her away at the start, they all sing about Grizabella. Yeah, but I reckon you've got to do it. And that's also why McKevity was never... He's hired Taylor Swift to kind of do most of the legwork yeah. in his song. So that's why he was he was never going up. If I told you the lead male character was called Monkey Strap, would you be surprised? <laughs> I, yes. w- I would be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised. That is the name monkey of that strap. cat. Strap. Monkey Strap. It's Munkin Strap, isn't it? To go, to go back earlier, Tim, you said before you wish Victoria um, said her name at the end. Yeah, like because of the setup of the three of names. Course, of course, of yeah. What is a name that she could have announced in the final scene that would have made you go... Ramble Pramble. <laughs> Wow, that's a satisfying yeah. film. I'm going by the rule book of what has been laid down so far in this fucking bizarre fever dream of a coke fueled nightmare of a musical. Ramble Pramble seems pretty My important. name is Ramble Pramble! The white face cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I can't remember. Remember, I, I'd uh, like to ask. Oh no, Laura, no, you go no, ahead. Oh uh, no, I was just inserting a little fun fact. Hit us. Delta Goodrum played Grizabella on one of the Broadway shows. Oh, oh wow. it should be good. Yeah, or maybe it was Melbourne. I remember. <laughs> I, I saw. Uh, I remember. I was watching an episode of Neighbours one lazy afternoon as a younger boy, and one of the characters had a piano and played a song called yeah. "Born to Try," and I was like, "Whoa, this actor's got pipes." Later on, that woman grew up to be Delta Goodrum. <laughs> First single released, Born to Try. She buried her own single inside of really? the character of Neighbours. It's really? incredible, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Joseph Moore, can I please get from you your jellical choice of uh, the screening? Oh, my, my jellical choice will have to be Rebel Wilson. I um, Wow. Yeah, she, she did not do it for me the first time I saw it. Because the, the first time I saw the film, that was when... I, I had no idea what it was about. I didn't know the musical. And I leaned over to Laura, who did know the musical, and I said, is this the whole movie? Because she's the first cat to introduce herself. Yes. And uh, I was shocked. And I was just, my head, you know, my head was all a mess of snot and, and um, fear as I knew, because I knew it had a two-hour yeah. kind of running time. So I, I kind of ignored her. But I thought she really delivered tonight. And the crowd were loving, were loving her. They were. Um, so it, it, it made me see her from a different light. That she, Jenny Any Dots takes it out. Jenny Any Dots embraced the material, mm. and uh, I have a gummy cat in mind. <laughs> Her uh, yeah, so is... she's my jellical choice, and also I, I think I disagree with Judy Dench's take on it. I think it's all about you know I, I like having a bit of fun. 
So she gets a new life. She 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 gave the crowd some laughs, and that's all you need sometimes. You know what's fucked up though? They directly ask her because she puts on these great shows involving the mice and the cockroach slash beetles, depending on if you listen to the song or watching what's happening on screen. Um, <laughs> her sole reason for wanting to be the Jellicle choice is to get out of the kitchen. Yeah, but she yeah. leaves the kitchen. Yeah, but she. she She's always tied to that place, you know. She's, I guess. She's not going to sleep on the Seems barge. Seems weak. Um, hey, can, b- before I ask LD's choice, Jellical choice, what do you think of Rebel Wilson singing? Because I famously have hated her in every uh, watch that I've seen so far. <laughs> Tim, is, <laughs> Tim is best known for hating Rebel Wilson's performance as Jenny and Dots. It's yeah. what I'm most famous okay, for. Okay, yeah, well, sorry, I didn't realise I was coming in with such a controversial choice. Don't ever apologise, because I actually feel real guilty. Yeah. I feel bad about no, my I, I, I think my she's shade. perfectly fine. Well, it's because the singing's done live, right? And so she's not a strong live singer. So, um, like, yeah. you know, if you're hearing, like, Pitch Perfect or something, that's, like, just pitched yeah, they and put all that, that, that beautiful processing, which Tom Hooper yeah. famously avoids <laughs> um, to create the perfect movie. I kind of think that's good, though. Yeah. Especially with Francesca Hayward, who, as Guy noted, is a dancer who sings rather than a singer. But, like, you kind of, I don't know, it feels like you get more out of it because you there's, really hear her raw There's more voice. earnest charisma. Yeah. I well, think. that's what I thought that because there's that. In, when, oh, sorry, when he does uh, Les Mis, what's the song that Anne Hathaway sings? And they're they're in that like one shot. Uh, you know, um, her big, I dreamed a dream. I dreamed a dream. You know, beautiful performance, and and it's all done live and all that. And I think that's what they were going for with memory, and it just didn't quite take that same journey that old Hathaway managed to do. What I read is that on Les Mis, he didn't use a clicker, like a metronome, which is a yeah. fucking nightmare for production after the fact. And I suspect it happened in this as well, because Judy Dench is like, and actually Ian McCallan, they're singing, like the timing changed heaps, and it felt like the orchestra kept having to yeah. sort of start you and can, stop. You can and, hear it, and that's why they have these big long takes, because... If they cut to anywhere else, they'll just be singing it at a completely well, could, different speed. He, he hadn't finished the movie, right, before the premiere. 36 hours before it <laughs> first got scraped like its premiere, he was making cuts to it. Who, yeah, I, I read today, I think someone said, what did you, uh, how did you enjoy the premiere? And he said, I finished at 8 a.m. this morning or something. <laughs> and then the reviewer was like, well, you should have done better anyway, you <laughs> oh piece of God. shit. <laughs> Laura Daniel, who was your jellical choice? My jellical choice was um, actually this time round, Taylor Swift. Oh, whoa! Bomb Bombina. She's not even pitching Bom- herself though. Yeah, that's right. So, well, here's the thing. So she plays a cat. That's, I think it's called Bombabina or something, yeah, something or something like that. Like that. Yeah. And she should be in every song, but because it's Taylor Swift, she's just there for one. Do you reckon that's because she flew in for two days yeah. filming? And, and I, I was thinking about it. I'm like, power to her. You know, she's as annoying as fuck as she is. She's managed to secure in her contract that she gets the biggest CGI boobs. Yeah. And that's full Huge respect to her. Time. Full <laughs> respect yeah, yeah. to her. Full respect to her. So she comes in, Darulo takes the could number. manage that with his, with his cock. <laughs> no, and <laughs> no. he tries. <laughs> Whereas Taylor Swift comes in and she just comes in big boobed. Yeah. <laughs> and just goes for it. Well, I didn't like, the first time I watched it, I hated her performance in McCavity because I think McCavity should be like a real kind of jazzy song. And she'd be right. like, McCavity. McCavity. Rather than like a smoky, yeah. sexy version, it should be more well, she, like she kind of does trends. it a bit Britishy, and yeah. then <laughs> her accents are yeah, it's a bit dicey. <laughs> but then I've I've listened to the original Broadway well through you know force because Joseph plays it all <laughs> the, the time. The original Broadway cast, <laughs> <laughs> and it's actually not that far off. So watching it on a second time, I'm like, let's be less harsh on old Tay Tay, right? And I mean, yeah, she fucking pounded out that song that Victoria yeah. sings in a day with yeah. Andrew Lloyd Webber. They just shat it out in an afternoon. <laughs> Respect, man. It's a good song. Yeah. Uh, my Jellical Choice, I'm going to fuck up his name again, Skimble Shanks. Yeah, yeah, the Railway Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know that we're not supposed to, like, count him because the song is such a fucking banger that it's almost <laughs> unfair to the rest of them. But what I noticed in this watch was that he is constantly polishing his shoes in the back of every shot before yeah, he does Yeah, I saw the that song. too. And it is the best, like, because Guy and I have gravitated so heavily to that song, it has become this Chekhov's gun to keep seeing him preparing himself <laughs> to do this number that we know we're going to love and sing along to. He comes out and he absolutely kicks it out of the park. I've So I've been, like, Cats has been growing on me quite a lot over the last four days. I've been playing it a lot at home. I've been putting on the songs and doing little shows for Chelsea. <laughs> And she fucking hates it. And I did a performance this morning 
that she was really against. And we went to the movies, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I did yesterday. I was battling quite a lot of negative energy in the cinema today. And I was going out, and Chess was saying, that was terrible. I like just d- didn't like any of it. And I was like, but there were some bangers in there. Like, you got to love that. And just all of it, just like totally rejected. Like, best of a bad bunch sort of thing. Like, there are life rafts. And uh, I, I mean, you know, it's so nice to be amongst people who are talking positively about, you know, some of the, the accomplishments. And accordingly, I'd like to say, I do, I feel like a jellicle cat today. And Tim, for the first time uh, this week, I think you're actually, you've got what it takes to be a jellicle cat. qualify? Joseph Moore, jellicle cat, Thank LD. You. I'm really sorry, but I just don't oh. think, I, I feel like you, your body language in the cinema was not jellicle cat-like. <laughs> your attitude towards Jennifer Hudson was not <laughs> very jellicle-like. I mean, uh, yeah, but I, I, I'm, oh, it's really nice to be amongst jellicle cats and also, of course, lovely Laura. But Quick shout happy, out. Happy to not be a jellicle cat. <laughs> Quick shout out as well to our musical accompaniment on this episode. Um, Billy Idol performing live uh, About, very yeah, close to my house. 600 metres from where we're recording. <laughs> That's him right now. Is it White Wedding? Oh, it might be. I mean, they can't hear it. <laughs> All I can hear is the drums. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this, the fourth of seven outings. Are we doing seven? Yeah, yeah, of course. We're, get, we're catching... I mean, we, haven't t- we couldn't have time to bet it. The day that we're going to see Cats, the final, the seventh day, is the last day it's got. Now, you told me this before the podcast recording, Guy. You, do you know how it works that on Tuesday, they'll release Thursday onwards times? So, Oh, truly? So it could be still going. Oh, I mean, I'm doing a lot of market research, and I would be very surprised if they decide to push ahead with this one. Although, Cinema 7, fucking huge upgrade for cats. It also does have a screening at the Academy one week later yes. on a Wednesday at Which 6 got PM. press. That's how much this film is tanking and not being shown by anyone. It made the paper that Academy is going to play it one night. Oh, really? A week, yeah. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to uh, encourage people to enjoy, which is not Cats, that you might have worked on together or will be working on in the future? Or oh, now? We've, we've, we've got an act, Two Hearts, uh, which also has songs. Oh, yeah. You may have heard yeah. of songs. Uh, yeah. they're, they're, they also feature in Cats. <laughs> but our ones are different, or are they? They are. I feel um, like this year they're going to be very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, we haven't written in all of our show this year yet, so I think a bit of a cat stinge will be coming to uh, uh, Auckland, Wellington, well, and uh, Edinburgh. Certainly there'll be one person looking forward to the cat song. Yeah. This jellicle cat. <laughs> You go. No. Oh well, I was going to say I won my uh, my uh, seventh form um, uh, talent quest with a, a piece on cats. <laughs> oh, the musical or the yeah, animal? Yeah, no, no, no. I um I got the person that was doing uh, the cats uh, makeup in Palmerston North. The production, the production came to Palmerston North with all the costumes. So I got. Me and I a would Griffin. love to see the Palmerston North production of Cats <laughs> with all of my heart. <laughs> It's the perfect marriage of source material and talent pool. It was stunning. I'm just remembering this fun fact. And then, uh, yeah, we got our faces and I got I hired out costumes um, and we all dressed as cats and we had the full cats makeup and everything. And then we pranced around on stage, but to the Lion King. Oh. Yeah. And it's it, textual. It, Crossing and the streams. Tell you what, it won the talent quest. Fantastic. Well, what a high to end on. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll catch you in the next one. Yeah, we'll see you uh, tomorrow for episode Meow, 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 Meow. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.